Hello, strangers, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Loot and Dagger Podcast. We play Dungeons & Dragons, record it, and you, for whatever reason, listen. And I appreciate you for it. Now, you may have noticed our release schedule has been a little unscheduled. Uh, but don't worry about it. We are at least, at least we'll get you an episode out once every two weeks. But outside of that, you should know that the reason for some of that scheduling has been that we are recording all kinds of fun stuff, including a What Happened to Grit series and a whole nother side quest with returning characters from a previous side quest. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be so much fun. You're just going to love it. You're going to love it, love it, love it, like a little scratch underneath your chin, love. You know, that little lovey love. Anyways, let's tell some stories. When last we left our characters, they found Fandolin in ruins, and a culprit was a red mage named Sasha who commands an undead dragon. Our heroes also found that Sasha was opening a portal, and on the other side of this portal was Orcus, the demon lord of undeath, and his countless minions. We joined Tiri, Victor, Vladislav, and Matilda where they left off, in the middle of a portal-crashing dragon fight. gonna take his giants this is a much bigger by the way uh, you uh, you know you can't see shit victor mm-hmm, correct cannot, victor cannot see anything victor has Jenny. no idea there's a dragon nope. on the other side of that firewall nope. only uh matilda you can't see it either because there's a building blocking it well no you can see it uh, you can't see it you can see this dragon head just kind of popping out and it's just big it's huge just popping out over the uh over the building okay it is huge also if the wall of fire is biggest dragon i've ever seen what 20 feet high you said mm-hmm from for distance like she's gonna be able to yeah that's actually uh, exactly how tall is this dragon Mm, yeah that's Um, important sorry buddy well i don't think it'd be 20 feet well i mean how a how tall is a dragon yeah let's so a large dragon is apparently like 10 feet tall 60 feet from head to tail or 10 feet from the length from the shoulders to the rump yeah i think they're more long than they are tall yeah, I mean, they're longer, so he's he's also, he was just done crouching. Mm-hmm. But we're going to say if he stands upright on his hind legs, he's probably like 25 feet tall. That seems about right. Uh, I don't think that would be... No, I wouldn't no. be able to see him mm-hmm. from where I am. Yeah. Because angles. So it's still, a, angles, it's still yeah. huge, just dragons are longer than they are truly taller, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That was so cute. All right, game on. Glad is love. He's about to actually going to take a chunk out of your neck. He's mm-hmm. going to try to like swallow you, basically. Well, that's rude. Thematically. What does a uh, 24 do to you? Uh, 24 will hit. Okay. But as a reaction, since he hit me, I'm hella in his ass. <laughs> you can do that if you want. Give me a hold on. And then a claw comes out, and that's a crit. And then the last claw is a 20. What does that do? So it's uh, a bite, claw, claw. Are these magic? Are these non-magical hits? Yeah, I mean these are just—he's a dragon, and that's okay, part I'll, of his. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. I got—I'm—I'm I'm resistant to it. Okay. With stone skin. We will see. You're gonna take half damage. This probably right because you're resistant. Mm-hmm. Then it was 51 total points of damage. Okay. So 25. Yep. And then it's going to spend one of its legendary actions to get these to do a tail smack on you. To try to basically smack you into the side of the building. What does a 20 do to you? It'll hit me, but since I haven't used my reaction for Hellish Rebuke, I'm casting Shield. Okay. And I'm going to dink his tail away. Okay. So he tries to hit you with the tail. He, he bites your neck, gets a good chunk out of your neck, and gets a good like like a good claw and another claw into you. Like he's trying to like wrestle with you, and then he kind of takes a step back and tries to swipe his tail at you to crush you into the side of the building. You uh, dink, doesn't happen. But you still take half of fifty-one points of damage. Sasha stands up. Ow. Sasha stands up. <laughs> and you see her. 
cast a spell. Victor and Jenny, you both see Sasha casting a spell. She waves her arms around, all like like mages do, those weird mages when they cast their spells. She looks like uh, she's drifting away from reality. Gone from reality. And you do not see her. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, nothing seems to change with uh, with the portal or anything like that. But you do see, also, at that exact moment, a, uh, a fanged face climbing down from the top of the portal. And it's like cracking at the uh, glass. It looks like um, what you've seen pictures of vampires. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's trying to like get its way in. Hmm. And I'm making them roll disadvantage to try to get, they would never have been able to like, they would have just gone through the fucking portal, but I'm actually making them roll disadvantage to attempt to crack through the portals like Shut since it's been mode. weakened. Yeah. Shutdown mode. Mm -hmm. So it actually isn't able to get in, but you see it trying to claw in. It's looking at you with just these ferocious eyes. It goes, <sighs> and oh, we still have a couple of skeletons. Mm -hmm. You hear is, all right then, let's get him. And then you hear the crunching sound of skeletons as they're trying to walk away from the portal start to uh, explode out. Okay. Titans of Steel, for real. <laughs> yeah, because they're around somewhere, and Sarath is around here somewhere as well. You can assume that there. Uh, this is the city center. There are likely a lot more, and you can kind of mm -hmm. see them off in the distance. A lot more skeletons scattered out there in the ruins of Vandalin. Yeah. Um, so you're. You can assume that if they hadn't uh, come, or mm -hmm. uh, Sarath isn't out there doing that, there would be more skeletons trying to attack you right now. Yeah. Okay. All right, Victor, go. All right, I, I will look up to the uh, the vampire, and I will say, "I believe the lady told you to leave." <laughs> and I will take my glass staff and I will bang it on the ground and create a loud ringing sound that vibrates, and I will cast Turn Undead. What does he got to beat? Uh, he has to beat a Wisdom saving throw of seventeen. Terry's gonna just wink at Victor. That's right. I got your back. We rolled a fifteen. So teach him some manners, Victor. He drops down from the uh, from where he was uh, like hiding up behind the, that portal, like that temple wall, or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he and he starts booking it towards where everyone else is being frightened off. And uh, this is where I make a bad decision because uh, Victor's not right in the head anymore. <laughs> I'm going to uh, going to uh, reach down and put on the red mask mm -hmm. and I say. Hey, look, I'm Matilda. Look at me. I, I, I cross crazy magic, and I'm variably trustworthy. Once you don the mask, it seems to fit itself to your face magically, mm -hmm. and it mm -hmm. does reach slight impressions of Victor. And, Is uh, there a slightly darker red mustache yes. on the mask? Yes, it starts forming over the, uh, over the top of the mask, because it does take on the characteristics of its owner. <laughs> and... Uh, this mask, you will get, go ahead and you are proficient and trained in arcane magic. <laughs> Hilarious. And, um, you get advantages on, an, uh, if you were already efficient, you would have gotten advantages. You also get advantage on arcane magic. And, on top of that, you have all advantages towards fending off persuasions or wisdom checks and the such. Anything, any persuasion checks done by demons. Hmm. That's hideous, but it rather suits you, I think. Oh, I will somehow take that as a compliment. <laughs> it was intended. Thank you. Oh, and Victor, your feet start levitating lightly if you want it. I do. <laughs> I feel so loud on my feet like a dancer. <laughs> well, you are floating a bit. Oh, that, that does account for that. Hmm. Okay, that was Victor's go. I like it very... Where's the dragon? Somebody said something about your dragon, and I don't see anything. Well, to be fair, all I see is a wall of fire and a portal to another realm. Uh, and also a hideously terrifying demon lord. <laughs> but, <laughs> slowly I mean, still, it's, it's still marching up to I you I mean, guys. that is him. He is slowly encroaching uh, this mortal <laughs> realm. You guys are trapped, right? So, hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> the, um... Never mind. I, I, I'll do it next time. Uh, Jenny. 
There are a army of army of all kinds of undead and gross things trying to climb in, but you've created a uh, you and Victor both have created just a new wave of uh, blockage, especially this uh, vampire that tried to get in. Behind you is a 25 foot wall of fire, and you you which is perfectly meshed right with the gate, so you can either go into the gate or go into the fire. Or just so you know, you have the option. You can stay where you are. Yeah, or you can stay where you're at, but might I suggest fire? Mm. No? Mm. Okay, well, do what you want. Uh, there's not a whole lot I can do at the particular moment. Shout some insults at the people on the other side of the portal. Yeah. You feel really gross. Like, all your paladin, like, sensors are tingling right now. Mm-hmm. This is, and uh, you do recognize Orcus, the, the uh, Demon Lord of Undeath from the Abyss. I'll yell at him really. I'll tell the same thing to you as I told your 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 whatever she is. I was having a conversation and you've interrupted it. That's we very never rude. Dated. <laughs> <laughs> just friends, platonically. Anyways, all right. She's just gonna be ready for whatever. Yeah. Gets Makes within sense. range. She's just kind of hanging out with her sword. Just bring it, bitch. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Ladislav. love. First thing I'm going to do is drop concentration on the wall of fire. So it is now poof gone? Yes. Right. Holy shit, there's the dragon, Victor. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh hey, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> the situation has changed. Wall of fire. You can just take it off so you don't think there's a wall of fire there. Yeah. Hey, Matilda, look, I'm you. <laughs> <laughs> that's not that's not me that wasn't me and, and Sasha that, was wearing that mask I, I'm just teasing girl it's alright it's not a funny joke Victor sorry my apologies <laughs> I'm gonna cast blink alright and well we'll find out at the end of the turn alright and, and first I'm going to disengage disengage alright so that's your try move to action to, try to get to the corner okay a door has been blasted open to this hollowed out little uh, little building. Wooden building, stone building. It's a stone building. Okay. But it's been crumbled. Okay, cool. You can't uh, move after a disengage though, right? Or is it disengage a you that counts standard. as your move action. Okay, that's what I thought. Counts as a move action. So you can you can burn a standard action to move again. If or you just cast blink. Yeah, and cast blink, so you can't. Gotcha. So, so um, that's, that's, it? A, that's the end of my turn. And <laughs> so glad you did that. Usually when you blink, sometimes you go off some places, whatever, right? Technically, when you blink, you go to somewhere called the uh, eth- as an ethereal plane. Mm-hmm. You've been reading up, haven't you? I thought it was the astral plane. Astral plane, that's right. No, it's ethereal. Is it? It's ethereal. Somewhere. Ethereal. Somewhere else. Ethere- that's right. That's right. Ethereal plane. I forget. Over there. Yeah. So yeah. when you blink out of existence, you are still here. It's mm-hmm. just, it looks all woozy. And the it upside looks, down. Yeah. yeah. It's, mm-hmm. It looks... Uh, it looks like everything is like in when Frodo grace. puts on the ring. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. But you see her, Sasha, as she is in the material plane, uh, in the ethereal plane with you, and she just looks over at you curiously as she's starting to walk out of the, uh, walk out of the, uh, the portal. There's like a bit of the portal that's in the ethereal plane. It's been like almost like shattered, like she had kind of shattered her way through it or something. Walked right through it, and she sees you, and you see her. How? I say to her. Magic? She just looks at you. I've just never seen anybody in this area before when I come here. Come here often? Well. <laughs> Please let me make a Christmas check. <laughs> and she looks at you and she starts kind of readying a spell and she's just like. I just put my hands like bring it. Hmm. Okay. You guys are about to have a mage standoff in the ethereal plane. So he's out of the existence. He's not really there. Let's go to. Matilda, you see this dragon now. Mm-hmm. It is undead. Yeah. It tried to frighten you. Mm-hmm. But you guys are more worried about the fact that it doesn't I'm have scared. enough meat to really do anything for you. Yeah. In the All background, right. you do hear um, sounds of fighting as the Titans of Steel and likely Sereth are out there mm-hmm. hoarding off the horde. Okay. So there's the dragon, but there's also this uh, box thing behind the portal that's helping to power it. It does seem like a more imminent threat. Yeah. Um, so, 
Can I just try and destroy the magical thing behind the portal? So far, all you've been able to see, because you still can't see around the portal, uh -huh. is just the uh, the lights. All right, so I need to get over there. Yeah. I can get this far. Okay. Go. All right, I'm going to move 30 feet toward it. That will put me just past the portal in front of this magic thing and also, unfortunately, directly in front of the dragon. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's fun. things. Yeah. So, uh... If you want to do something, it looks like an expressionalist art of sorts where there's this, uh, it's like steel and a brazier that's made of fire and it's all kind of melded together somehow. Okay. And it has uh, arcane ruins um, all over it shining. Mm -hmm. Like it's been um, plastered with rituals and all kinds of things to make okay. it work. Um, right. To basically keep it active all and right. such. Funky magic sculpture. Yeah. Funky magic sculpture. Made of metal? Made of metal. Okay. And yeah, mostly steel and metal. Yeah. Steel. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, de I'm deciding between fireball and chain lightning. Try out the new one. Yeah. I mean, chain lightning. Uh, how does it work? Uh, chain lightning is you create a bolt of lightning, arcs toward the target of your choice. You can see within range. Mm -hmm. um, three bolts then leap from that target to as many as three other targets, each of which must be within 30 feet of the first target. A target can be a creature or an object and can be targeted by only one of the bolts. Um, mm. hmm, right. So I could get the box and the dragon. Mm -hmm. But then you've wasted the other two bolts. Right. And uh, what's the radius on fireball? Super big, right? Yeah. Uh, fireball is, uh... Okay, so my apologies for that taking so long. Uh, when the fireball was still there, I was just gonna benign transposition myself to the other side of it, but, um, that went down, and I was like, oh, crap, now I gotta do a different thing. <laughs> uh, so, is there anything, um, that appears to be connecting this, um, arcane sculpture to the portal? Anything that maybe I could disconnect rather than destroying the sculpture? No, it feels like this, uh, the sculpture is itself the entity that's powering the portal, but through, like, uh, Like it was created arcane. in this way, you know, like, m molded or right. shaped. Right, and, and, and you do know that, pro likely from the legends, like, you couldn't probably mm -hmm. destroy in totality the anvil or the, uh, bra or the, uh, mm -hmm. the fire that, that would produce whatever. But whatever is going on here is an actual, like, structure that mm -hmm. you can, once you dislodge it all together and you break it apart, mm -hmm. essentially... That's being held by magics and such like that. All right. Um, that, yeah, it does feel like the answer here is to destroy. I need to bust up this conglomerate. Yes. So, um, I'm just slightly confused. So, we got the we got the anvil and, like, brazier, right? Right. Is it on a thing? Is it in a thing? Or? Um, metal and, and uh, I think, like, rune work metal and things like that that mm -hmm. are kind of attached to it, all bringing it all together. Okay, like so there is it. a connector. Yeah, there's, that's... like, a connection, but it's all, like, it looks like one solid piece right now, but it's obviously in separate pieces. A okay. sculpture has been built. Yeah, a sculpture it. has okay. been built. So that that answers that question. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Sorry, okay. I should have. Okay, so I am going to cast Chain Lightning. Okay. So Chain Lightning is a new spell for Matilda. <clears throat> this is um, we're gonna say maybe this is something where uh, she did manage to snag a little uh, book or a scroll on her way out of the library because mm -hmm. she couldn't resist trying mm -hmm. to learn something new. Mm-hmm. So Chain Lightning has a range of 150 feet. Chain Lightning Unchained? Mm. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty thrilling, mm -hmm. um, for her at least. Uh, so, um, the description here is you create a bolt of lightning that arcs toward a target of your choice that you can see within range. Three bolts then leap from that target to as many as three other targets, each of which must be within 30 feet of the first target. The target can be a creature or an object and can be targeted by only one of the bolts. A target must make a dexterity saving throw. The target takes 10d8 lightning damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Okay. Now, as it happens, and I have measured during our little break here, um, this metal sculpture and the dragon are within 30 feet, or right at 30 feet. I'm really happy about this. Me too. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. One so, said with sarcasm, one with... <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm gonna uh, hit this sculpture, and then a, uh, a bolt of lightning is going to bounce from the sculpture 
um, to the dragon. So there's going to be Chain of Lightning, Sculpture, Dragon. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, if the Sculpture can make a dexterity saving throw, I it will not. encourage it to do so. You just, so uh, is that um, just do the connector and uh, not the anvil embrasure itself? It's all consider it all one piece. It's just one all one big structure that's kind of that's all together. I am trying to break up the structure. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Gotcha. So I will hit the structure with the lightning, and uh, also hit the dragon with the lightning. So the dragon can probably make a dexterity saving throw. What do I need to beat? Uh, you need to beat a seventeen. How many legendary actions do I have? (laughs) Well, you already used one. Uh, but I want to save that one. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to need to... Uh, he is going to... Borrow some D8s, I think. <laughs> you can see that the dragon, here. as you make this... Now, oh, that's right, you need 10, so... Uh-huh. We'll roll the damage, yeah. and we're going to... We'll describe it after that, but... Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. We'll do that. Happy to... Oh, this is Moretta's favorite thing in the world. It when really you get to roll is, all yeah. this dice. Yeah. That sounds so good. All right. Let's see. 33 points of damage total. 33 <clears throat> points of damage each. Unless you want me to roll them separately. No. Okay. No, I don't. The sculpture starts breaking apart. Mm-hmm. It's not fully broken apart, but the electricity just crackles and it gets around everything and starts ripping the shreds out of the magical bindings holding it together and physical pieces that were welded essentially onto the sculpture start breaking apart. Victor and Tyri are still in front of the portal. They notice that the portal has now gotten smaller. It is winding down. Yeah. All right. So it was 25 feet. What is it at now? It's 15 feet. Three. Okay. But even that 15 feet, um, it's even lower um, down. So it was so 25 feet. Too. It's actually shorter. It's actually 10 feet high now. Okay. Uh, okay. So that is, you have accelerated greatly the shutdown process that this basically backup generator was trying to keep it open with. Oh, good. Yeah. And the dragon? And the dragon looks extremely surprised as it was chomping at Vlada's love. And then Vlada's love just vanished somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of like cocks its head to the side. And about that point is when you cast your spell, I'm imagining. Mm-hmm. And it just gets electrified. Like, and it's uh, the, the electricity is jumping through its rib cages and stuff. And it looks very hurt. It looks hurt. Not extremely hurt, but it looks very, like, surprised to. to uh, it's unhappy. It is really unhappy. And it looks at you and snuffles. Okay. In the ethereal plane. Sasha looks at you, and she is going to... She looks at Vladislav? Vladislav, I'm sorry. She looks at Vladislav while they're both in the ethereal plane together. She's going to hold out her hand. Some swirls come out of it. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this, because I actually like this idea, this uh, showdown in the ethereal plane. We're going to... This smoky mist. Oh, what I was going to say is that there's usually special rules when doing combat with an ethereal plane. Generally, you can only do like four spells and some kind of weird stuff like that. I don't want to do that this time because I want to say that the magic demon wuju stuff that's so going on. So this is going to prevent me from going back in my turn. For now, yes. Gotcha. There's some magic wuju going on and you two are caught in it. Um, especially since she just exploded some big arcane battery. You realize that you can't blink back. <laughs> And she holds out her hand, and a swirl of, like, dark energy then shoots out at you. And you'll need to make me a wisdom saving throw. My gauntlets glow. The ones that, uh, with an 11 or higher, immediately counterspell any spell directed towards me. Okay. And it passes right through and hits me, because I didn't, because I rolled an 8. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Oh, wait, I see. But I have to make a save, too, you said? Uh, wisdom saving throw. Then we have advantage on that with the yes. feast. Mm-hmm. Nine and a twelve. All right, you do not beat it. This is a this is like a, a nightmare spell, and it's a spell that's causing all kinds of psychic torment in you. You're starting to see anything and everything that it like it's all manifesting and actually stabbing you. If it's something that's stabbing you, or it's all actually like it's actually taking a real form and doing harm to you. You take twenty one points of damage from this spell. Jesus as everything of your nightmares is now coming 
to flourishing and starting to stab you momentarily and, and, and leaving. I mean, things of horrors. And it would otherwise frighten you, but you can't be frightened. And she looks at you. It's like, run off now. I'm trying to save the world. <laughs> Please, how are you trying to save the world? If I can control Orcus, I can get him to destroy everything else. You can't control Orcus. <sighs> she looks over where Victor's wearing his mask. He likes accessories, why are you? <laughs> <laughs> she rolls her eyes. Red mages, the most powerful mages. And with that, I have a chance. You say that as you're about to die. <laughs> you were just stabbed by a bunch of bunnies. I'm terrified of bunnies. <laughs> Dragon swoops up into the air. And it flies. It's right above the structure. Still above the structure, but... And it's going to take its, uh, it's, going to take its wings and beat them strong enough that everyone is going to attempt blow you all backwards and such. Blow you off, off your feet. Everyone, please make me a dexterity saving throw. Whoops. It's 15 for me? 15. Oh, the DC is 19. Oh, well, I fail. Yeah, 17. Four. Everybody take 15 points of bludgeoning damage. And you are all knocked prone. Oh, right, because it's the thing, yeah. That's non-magical, right? Yeah, it's just his wing attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you said that was 15, so half of that would be... 7 or 8. 7 or 8? Which one? Be 8, always round up. 8. eight. Alright. It rears its head back. Mm-hmm. And Matilda, since you... Made it angry? You made it very angry. Mm-hmm. It's going to shoot a line of acid mm. in front of it. Mm -hmm. It's like a breath of acid. And okay. it's going to attempt to hit you. Mm-hmm. Make me a DC 18. Dex check. Okay. Oh, no. No? That's going to hit me. How many points do you have left? 60. 60. Okay. There is a lot of rolling that need to be done for this, so I'm actually going to take its average. Okay. So it's going to be 54 points of damage. Shit. That hurts a lot. And it roars its head back again. Okay. Ethereal plane, glad I'm in the ethereal plane. So we're going to say um, it's about, at this point, 10 feet up from the structure itself that you were trying to destroy. Mm-hmm. So that's where it's at, hovering above there, but still 10 feet around you guys. And Victor. All right. So oh, you do see some things still trying to climb over itself to get through the portal, but at this point, so they have some ways to go. I know previously I was hovering a little bit. Am I able to just rise up instead of having to crawl my way back up? Can I just float back up mm -hmm. to a standing position? Yeah, I'm going to do that. Okay. Just going to... And I'll take a look at that dragon... And I will say, now you can blame my friends, but I've uh, developed quite a taste for fire recently, and I've gotten ever so much better at it. And I will reach my fist up into the air and pull it down and cast Flame Strike on it. Oh! Is that going to get it and the structure beneath it, too? Correct. Okay. Nice. What do I do? What he do do? needs to beat a deck saving throw of 17. It's 18? No, well, that will beat it. Uh, so he takes half damage. Okay. So, hold on. The structure wishes it could it could save its deck save, mm -hmm. but it fails. So that's seven points of fire damage and eight points of radiant damage. That is very important. Yes. Oh, the structure, though, takes more. I'm sorry. Structure takes an additional six points of fire damage and four points of radiant damage. That was on top of the other, or no? Because that you roll for the for just the dragon, and then the second roll is for the uh, structure well, underneath. It was it, the additional it? damage. Okay. So the structure takes both of those numbers I just gave you. Okay. The structure explodes, nice. and you see the portal close in on itself. The last thing you see is Orcus shaking its giant fists. Like, Fuck you, Orcus! <laughs> you are my pain. <laughs> oh, I'm Victor Orcus Pain. I was hoping for a nice vacation. <laughs> see some pretty flowers. 
portal closes in, the structure explodes out, and all you see are just the remnants of some some artifacts, essentially, that are now just spread, spread across as the pillar of flame does its thing. All right, let's go back to the top of the round with Tiri. You have this flying dragon above you. It just tried to kill Matilda. But it's good. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. I had a, I had a bonus action. I'm sorry, I, I definitely want to take that. Um, my, yeah. my apologies, uh, but we're rolling it back. But that's going to be... I am going to cast Healing Word as a fifth level spell. Go better soon, Matilda. And heal 21 points of damage. Oh, thank you. All right, now I'm done. Once that happened, by the way, you guys start seeing like these shapely outlines of uh, Vlad is love having a having mm -hmm. a uh, the shapely. <laughs> you start seeing some very good outlines. Sasha works out too of these two mages having an. Um, and uh, some kind of mage battle going on. They're still not completely in our world yet. Okay. They're like corporate. Yeah, you're not corporeal right now, but you guys, like from your perspective, Vlad is love, the world is starting to get a little brighter. <laughs> but you're still here with her, and uh, it doesn't seem like, they look like ghosts fighting right now. So now it is, Tiri's go. Tiri. Hey. Dragon's still 10 feet away, yeah? What's mm -hmm. the reach on the storm? It's just five feet, right? It's just yeah. a melee. Jump on Victor's shoulders. Yeah. Oh, um, and did you, did you stand up from prone? I would have, yeah. Okay. So that was your move action to stand. All right, then I will cast Sanctuary. Okay. On... I mean, do you have any lay on hands for Matilda, maybe? He's real hurt. With Hazbutt, yeah. I'll get up, <coughs> and I, I will. So I'll close. Use, so close. Since, so I can't, since I can't reach the dragon, um, I will walk over uh, to Matilda, mm -hmm. and I imagine it's probably not going to fight if you had that few hit points left. Oh, she's oh. as prone as prone can yeah, be. Yeah, I'm knocked flat. I'm knocked flat. Right, she's... up we go, and I will pull her up under the arms, and as I do, I'm going to cast Lay on Hands. Uh, and I'll give you half. Um, so you're at. I'll give you twenty-five. Oh, thank you. Thank that you. Should, thank you. That should put you up to full. Yeah, close enough. Yeah. Good. This is perfect. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and then as a bonus action, I'm gonna cast Sanctuary on Matilda. <clears throat> okay. What does that do? Against attack, until the spell ends, any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a Wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target target or lose the attack. Oh. Um, does not protect you from area effects such as fireball. If the water creature makes an attack, cast a spell that affects an enemy creature at the spell work. Yeah, they gotta really want to hit you. All so. right. Okay. So you are uh, for up to a minute warded. Cool. But it'll go away oh. if you... It'll go away if I hurt it? That's all I got. I want to hurt it, though. I know. <laughs> All right. You wouldn't know that, so it'll end, but at least it protects you if the dragon goes before you and tries to hurt you. Okay. Well, love. you are now in Ithril Plane. You are having a mage duel. Yeah. Okay. I am going to um, look at Sasha mm -hmm. and... Let's see how I word this. Um, I'm not your type. No. no. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Look into my eyes. And I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern. Okay. In my eyes. Um, I'm like glad you did that because that gave me the perfect end. Pro tip, if someone asks you to look into their eyes, never look into their eyes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, basically, it's, it, it creates a pattern of colors that we see the inside of a 30-foot cubic area, but I'll roleplay it like that, or we just make the, the actual cube. Um the pattern, pattern emerges for a moment and vanishes. Uh, each creature in the area who sees the pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they become charmed for the duration. While charmed, they uh, are incapacitated and have a speed of zero. And the DC to beat is 17. And that's versus wisdom? Yeah. That is a 17. Let's roll a 16, and she has a plus one wisdom. So she's not charmed? No. Hmm. No, James, she's not. And she just looks at you and blinks. Like, I don't get it. Well, it's Were okay. you trying to be charming? Well, you know, I kind of smile at her and everything, and then while I'm doing that, I'm converting two sorcery points to 
cast a cantrip, so I'm going to firebolt her in the face. Okay. Less charming. That's less charming. <laughs> Vladislav is not having a good day. No, it's not. 14 to hit. Bounces off of her magic armor. She still has that globe up, so it actually disintegrates into that globe. Hmm. Just doesn't have any effect. Just bounces off her globe of shielding and stuffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a globe of something, but I'm not telling you what. You done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Matilda. Yeah. So done. I am going to conjure an elemental. Okay. Because that's technically not you trying to destroy something, right? That's right. All right. What does that do? Yeah, she's not packing it, so she's still warded. Nice. Um, yeah, so I am going to call forth an elemental servant. Okay. I'm still on a fire kick. It is going to be a fire elemental. Okay. Um, it is going to fill a 10-foot cube within 90 feet of me. So I'm actually going to summon it, I think. Oh, let's go for right behind the dragon. Or on top. Or, you know what? On top, actually. That's kind of nice, isn't it? Yeah. That's, yeah, the a, that's, that. a, that's a good call. Um, I think it's a basic manual. fire elemental. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This says, or cast a spell that affects an enemy creature. Ah, but so, it doesn't. Doesn't it? No. No, because she's just creating it. Mm-hmm. It hasn't attacked yet. The okay. elemental is affecting the enemy creature. All right. She let's cast. See. All right. Where would I? We'll let the DM interpret it. It's fine. We just gather fire elemental. Does it okay. get to go on, on that turn, or is that just you summoning it and then we move on? Um, let's see. Elemental of challenge rating 5 or lower appropriate to the area you choose appears in unoccupied space within 10 feet of it. For example, a fire elemental emerges from a bonfire, earth elemental rises up from the ground, elemental uh-huh. disappears when it drops to zero hit points or when the spell ends. Um, bonfire, currently, or ground, or whatever. So. You want to say things are, well, he just flame strikes stuff, so we can say there's still some, there's like, flames fire. going on. Yes. There's been a lot of fire. There's been a lot of fire. There's there's been been a lot of fire. So there's we'll see. But ton of fire. Something is caught on fire. Yeah, surely. so, yeah. yeah, I mean, parts of this, uh, mm-hmm. we'll just say this, uh, parts of Phandalin is starting to catch on fire a little bit because there's so much fire going yeah. on and smoke and building. I mean, there so. might actually be bits of this undead dragon that are still smoldering. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, it's still smoldering up in the air, just... Like yeah. cooked charred flesh, just yeah, yeah. So you know. I'm gonna conjure this fire elemental um, on top of it. Okay. Okay. And what would you like to know about the fire elemental? Um, I think that you control the fire elemental, so you just you uh you can just surprise me with it. Okay. All right, um, now, um, does it get to do anything on this turn, or do you think you just summon it and that's I it? I don't think no, it does anything. Traditionally, okay. they do act on the round that they're summoned. Do they? Yeah. Okay, because it doesn't say, so oh. we'll say. We'll do right. it for now. Okay. For today, All knowing right. that we may or may not be right, but generally Adam is right. Yeah. All right, we're gonna go for it. All right, yeah. so this is the fire elemental has actions, multi attack. The elemental makes two touch attacks. Mm-hmm. You may recall these uh, these stats from uh, when it was a werewolf trying to uh-huh. trying yeah. to consume you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you have the stats there for you. All right. You don't have to tell me what they are. You can just, uh, you can, you kind of control it. It's, it's like now a creature under your control, basically, right? Can engulf the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, all right. So he's going to attack. That's a 15 plus six, so 21 to hit. Yes. Okay. Four plus three is seven. Seven points of fire damage. Mm-hmm. If the target is a creature or a flammable object, it ignites. And until the creature takes an action to douse the fire, we'll just take the average for the ongoing, the target takes yeah. five fire damage at the start of each of its turns. All right, so it is now on fire because it is a highly flammable undead creature. Mm-hmm. It should be able now, to take him. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry, didn't mean to interrupt. Um, now it says it makes two touch attacks. That was just one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it gets to do it again? Yes. Okay. Because it's now a creature on the battlefield in its own. Uh-huh. So that's going to be a 20 to hit. Hits. Mm-hmm. 12 fire damage. It and takes it. It's, it's on fire. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look great, but it's it's up there flapping its wings, now firing a, now fighting a fire elemental. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting that today. 
should be able to take a move action to occupy the same space as the dragon. Uh, fire form. Elemental can move through a space as narrow as one inch wide without squeezing. A creature that touches the elemental or hits it with a melee attack while within five feet of it takes uh, five or 1d10 fire damage. In addition, the elemental can enter a hostile creature's space and stop there. Okay. The first time it enters a creature's space on a turn, that creature takes five or 1d10 fire damage and catches fire. Until someone takes an action to douse the fire, the creature takes five fire damage at the start of each of its turns. So it'll just be an extra five damage if it yep. occupies the same space. All right, so it's occupying the same space as this undead dragon, and so it gets an extra five. Five? Ongoing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Extra five ongoing. Doesn't well, no, an extra five that extra round. It's that already round. on. Yeah, it's okay. just... Yeah, because I read Extra that. five that round. Okay. All right. Yep. It's now... Um, Engulfed in flame it's as a very on fire. It is as on fire as I think it probably get. Yeah. So that was your go, and now mm -hmm. it's their go. So uh, now it takes five points of fire damage mm -hmm. at the top of his turn. Doesn't really care about dousing itself. Um, it's going to look down at Victor there, hovering the one who started flame striking it. Give a little wave. Mm -hmm. Move however it needs to move to get to you, and it's going to. It's pretty much at me. Yeah. It doesn't need to move, does it? Not really. Yeah, so it's just going to turn around. <laughs> and as it's on fire, you see these, uh, out of the smoke and flames, you see a, a, a bite and a claw and a claw coming out at you. Uh, why is it always victory I can't hit? Uh, 15 for the bite. No. Just dodge out of the way of that one. 18 for a claw. I'm just smack it away with my shield. Ooh. I guess it worked. 30 for one more claw. 30 is going to get me no matter what. Yeah. That will be 11 points of claw damage. Now that stings. It has no more legendary actions it can take. Oh, hold on. Let's see if it recharges something. It does not. All right, so... Rears back like it wants to do the same thing it did to Matilda, where it was going to do some fiery dragon breath, but it, it can't seem to do it because it's so on fire itself. Mm -hmm. It just can't muster up the, the thing. Uh, back in the mage duel land, Sasha... You decided to leave me alone and be friend? No. She has put her hands together, and uh, she has created a what looks like a bright green gas type of orb, and she throws it at you, and it Right behind you, like way behind you, it explodes out where it, the line of the uh, of this foggy cloud comes right out to you. So you're engulfed in a noxious flame, basically. But, but this was targeting or, me. Yeah. Or, no, it was targeting uh, behind you. It wasn't actually targeting you. This was targeted at a spot behind you. Uh, it doesn't activate the bracer. Yeah. That... Okay. Make me a constitution saving throw. 22. You save. But you're still going to take some damage. All right. Would have been 30 points of damage, but you don't take that because you saved. It would be half. Right. 15. Got it. All right. That is their go. Oh, uh, my reaction. Oh. Um, I don't know if this armor is is like has a set amount of damage it can take, but I'm still going to hell attribute her. What do I do? Okay. How much damage does she take? Uh, deck save throw. She rolled a 16. He does not beat it. And what happens? Uh, flames erupt from underneath her and engulf her. Okay. For 17 points of damage. All right. She takes it. She's not looking too hot. She looks like she's burning away from... Uh, and as she's burning, everyone can see her start to enter the, uh, the material world. She's not quite corporal yet, but it seems like mm -hmm. soon they will both be... So the shimmering thing is now gone. She still has the oh, shimmering. So you just didn't. That wasn't a true spell, so it didn't affect her shimmer. Okay. Hmm. But you guys are starting to pop hmm. into the. Okay. Doesn't feel like what you're seeing because you're you're good at arcane stuff. Doesn't feel it without even rolling. You know, it's probably not her armor that's doing this. It's probably a spell she cast where you guys even got to. Hmm. Her. Top of the round with Jenny. Hey. hey. I'm sorry, Victor. It's your turn, Victor. Victor, do you want to do something? I would, thank you. Okay, what would you like to do, Victor? Uh, 
first I would like to snap my fingers and uh, call down my, my trusty sacred flame. Okay. So if the dragon could make a deck save, I'd appreciate it. It rolled a six plus some anything probably wouldn't. It's gonna it's gonna take my it's gonna take my damage. So let's figure out what that is. Nine points of radiant damage. It will take twice that. And as a bonus action, I'm going to cast spiritual weapon as a fourth level spell, so it doesn't does a little bit extra damage. Mm-hmm. And uh, going to conjure down uh, conjure a hammer right above its head, and then mime swinging it down. <laughs> All right, on its noggin, and it's going to do fourteen points of damage. That's radiant or just just bludgeoning? Uh, just bludgeoning damage. Okay. It is not looking great. I believe you clipped its wing. You're crunching in its bones. It is on fire. It's not having a good day. Okay. All now right. I'm done. Teary. Teary's going to look at it. She's going to remember how wonderful the sunlight felt mm. when they came up out of the Underdark. She's going to cast daylight on the tip of its snout. All right. It is engulfed in 60 feet of bright light, which it doesn't say it in the spell, so I'm going to leave it to you. But it's either like, I mean, if you look straight into bright light, I right. imagine it has disadvantage or is blinded or something. Yeah, no, I, I like it. I like it for this for this moment. Like sunlight explodes out into its face. When it does this, it looks definitely looks blinded. And any remnants of that of that portal are completely gone at this point. Just shattered. And above you, the light in general starts coming in like it's poking through whatever nat, uh, nature spell, nature ritual spell was in here. And sunlight beams start poking through. It also says if any of the spell's area overlaps with an area of darkness created by a spell, then it dispels magical darkness. Well, third level or lower, but yeah, so that works automatically. Right. Some of the green skin is coming back, or the, what was left of the skin on this dragon starts kind of coming back a little bit. Not that it's it's uh, getting any less undead, but it looks like what you're doing is kind of changing it in a way like trying to breathe life into it for a moment and it's just like dripping a, away a little the shadow fell yeah it's, it's 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 the shadow fell seems to be dripping away from it in a, in a way hashtag spread sunshine yeah hashtag spread sh- sunshine that's hilda okay on your turn you can also have your i uh, less for an hour by the way mm-hmm. wait did my go theory oh flat is love mm-hmm. sorry flat is love in the trenches, fighting. How are we mage looking? on mage? How are we looking around us? Like, is it are we coming back in? Oh yeah, it feels like one more round, and you're probably back in. Like after this, your next turn. I, first, I'm gonna get out of the cloud kill. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah, it's cloud kill. Yeah, I'm gonna. Wait, if I'm right next to her, didn't she get in? No, because she casted in however she cast cast behind you behind in a certain you. spot ah, to where right. the, the line okay. of the cloud kill comes. Then right I'll to go you. over here. <laughs> okay. Um, and I got nothing I can so hit her right now. Attack so of opportunity. Sure. With her dagger, would be an eighteen. Um, then I'm gonna shield. No, it doesn't hit me. All right. Well, she tries to, but you bring up a magical shield. Yeah, that's not what they do, and I don't have a weapon. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I broke my staff. Um, I'm gonna cast darkness centered around her. Okay. Uh, and darkness will be a um, 15 foot radius, 15 foot radius uh, sphere from the duration. Uh, I don't. That that uh, that daylight spell does does it only dispel darkness when it's cast? They're both in the ethereal it, plane uh, still technically, so yeah. their stuff is only affecting the ethereal okay. plane right now. Yeah. Okay. So. Just... And it's 60 feet, and it's on his snout, so I would still get. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, uh, we'll play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. Anyway, big sphere of darkness. Uh, uh, I've never I've cast this before. Uh, creatures with dark vision can't see through the darkness, and non-magical light can't illuminate it. Uh, at the point you choose, and the ob- is an object to. 
If the spell overlaps with an area of light created by a spell of second level or lower, the spell that created the light is the spell. So, okay. it's basically she can't see unless you, uh, unless, through non-magical means. Okay. Cool. That's it. That's all I can do. All right. Shelf life. Three, three. The king gnome has spoken. Now be a good boy and walk away broken. That's lyrical murder in the third degree. No matter how you try, you'll never be me. Ooh, that, that. 